0: Welcome back to another episode of Almost Better Than Silence. I'm your host, Doug Coleman, and I'm here today with the other co hosts, Brennan McCullough and AJ Elkert. And it's a bonus episode. It's the end of year episode. We get to do some reflections, and uh, unfortunately, not it's not another installment of Best of I Was Walrus, but we didn't feel like pl- replaying some of the most recent I Was Walrus stuff for you. So hopefully, the last couple of things will end up on next year's. But how are you guys doing? <laughs>
1: Do you remember this, Jim? I hope so, because it happened four days ago.
0: <laughs> Basically, <laughs> well, that it would have been pretty.
1: It would have been this month, like every regular episode we did this month. It would have been all of those.
0: Exactly, uh, and like, I didn't want to be that uh, repetitive, so I figured let's just do an, another kind of special end of year episode. So,
2: oh, yeah, it's yeah. tis the season, right?
0: Yeah. Well, how was your Christmas? Like, how how'd everything go for Fucking both of you guys? Awful. <laughs> Oh, no, really? I had an okay one. Mine well, was pretty I
1: mean, damn good. You know why, because I streamed all those horrible games we fought each other ironically. like That's that- right. So I actually have a bunch of games I've been playing recently, or rather played recently, because I'm never playing them ever again.
0: <laughs> I, I want to give a specific shout-out to Ray Kaiser, the one person hanging out in ch- chat. Like, uh, Whole time. He-,
1: he was there the whole time, and God bless him, because I didn't want to be there the whole time. Like, I don't... <laughs> I was amazed I I hung out for
0: most of it and I was amazed I stuck around that long but wow that stuff was hard to watch
1: yeah he was somewhere in Europe because he was saying it was midnight where he was and it was like two it was like three or something where I was so
0: yeah he mentioned he was in France when I was streaming earlier that morning I was doing some Rocket League on Christmas morning
1: oh yeah that's right yeah so for Christmas if you guys missed it I think the VOD is on our twitch for like a week or something like I don't know it could be up there forever
0: but, uh, I'll try to export our most recent stuff to YouTube, I haven't done it in a while. So that way, if you are interested, it should be available.
1: I mean, you don't need to. It's mostly me just going, oh, my God, this game is fucking terrible. I can't believe I'm playing this game, like, for five hours.
0: Uh, I just I just would like to have a copy of that.
1: <laughs> <laughs> so I started with the most recent Bastaclaus gift, which was The Secret of the Magic Crystal, which is... Uh, a scientist, a, meteorite, a meteorite crashes to Earth. A guy discovers that it has special attributes when applied to horses. Because of course it uh. does. Why wouldn't you take a meteorite crystal and slam it into a horse and see what happens? So you take this crystal, you give it to a horse, and it becomes either a unicorn, a pegasus, a fire, an ice steed, or a demon steed. And it's just taking care of horses. But all you do is train them to try and get their stats up heal them when they get hurt and then use them for races like the main part of the game is the race to race them against other people but that's an additional expansion pack that you have to pay for so that's the core game this is the dlc where you actually have to take care of them like this there's nothing to this. they did it in reverse yeah they're like here take care of these horses oh wait and now here's what the game's supposed to be yeah, literally all you do is train the horses, send them on missions, like, jobs to get money to train them better.
2: Fucking sending on, ho- sending horses
1: on missions? Jesus. Send them on missions, yeah. He's, uh, reconning a base for me in, uh, Metal Gear
0: 5. Oh my um, god. But, like, but it's yeah, like DDR. You,
1: yeah, and it's, um, yeah, you have to match up <laughs> the arrows during the little events. And it's like one at a time, and it's super slow, and it's just terrible. Like, this is the DLC stuff. Where you can do all the cosmetic shit. Well, then we we found the cosmetic stuff actually, where you can give your house horses and glasses and like these weird like flower hooves. Like, oh my god, it was fucking awful. And the well, worst part of that was the best game. It only got worse from there.
0: It was cool when you dressed them up, but the the funny thing is, you also found out that healing is optional because you kind of let your horse <laughs> get hurt. I mean, wow, well, you let your horse her- get horse. <laughs> You let your horse get hurt, and then it was like, oh, well, I don't think you had enough money to heal it or something, so then you just, like, let it go race again, and it was just, like, in real bad shape, and me and uh, the viewer were kind of just encouraging, let the horse die, and I don't think it did.
1: I don't think it can, because I was saving up to get the demon steed, because that's what everyone wants, is a hell horse. And well that's
0: what I mean. It's like a kids game or it sure seems to be like aimed at like kids and then like, oh, the option for a demon steed? Like what are what is this? <laughs>
1: <laughs> you can raise one of the four horsemen of the apocalypse. It's great. No, it's terrible. Um but yeah, so the horse got sick one time and I was just like, Fuck, I'm not spending money on the medicine. Fuck this horse. And then I sent him out to do another job and he came back fine. I was like, alright, you just work the sickness off of you. Oh god, it was terrible. Uh then I played uh, Dark Falls 2 Lights Out, which is a game Mark sent me. And it's a really shitty mist ripoff. And instead of going to, like, a crazy island with all these different things, you go to a lighthouse that's kinda haunted. And it might also just be some guy with a walkie-talkie, like, screaming at you all the whole time. Like, it's just a voice you hear. There's nothing scary about it. And it's just so... Bad and unintuitive. Like, I had to look up a walkthrough, and I only found one in existence. Because no one else has played this game. So, it's... uh, It's just so terrible. It's this old, poor town where you go into a lighthouse, and there's a ghost or something. and I don't know. I got, like, two hours in, and I just couldn't take it. Uh, Nature Defender. Or Nature's Defender. Which is just a fucking terrible uh, tower defense game. That
0: one was too fucking loud the the, the the sound effects were awful oh my god i had to like walk away
1: that's the thing the the there was no sound bar for it like there was no slider or anything to adjust the sound so i had to turn down my entire computer setup and like when i was streaming it turn it down on that and i think i put it down to like 10 percent, and i was like at 90 percent, like volume wise and they could still barely hear me because it was just yeah. so loud it's just and it looks it looks like an eight-year or yeah, an eight-year-old's like class project to make animals out of clay and then someone animate them into a video game. Like it really just looks gross, and it's just so dumb. And I wasn't won by Mark again because Mark loves buying horrible games. Uh, then I played Eight Bit Fiesta, which is a game you bought me, Doug, because you thought it was multiplayer, but it's only local co-op.
0: Oh, that's right. It I didn't mean it to be a shit game. Is it good?
1: Oh no, not at all. It's Fucking atrocious.
0: Well, I'm glad that worked out then.
1: It's got Adolf Schittler Mm -hmm. and Obama, and you'll play as Santa. Just run. I don't. It's a little 2D, like, side scroll or platformer, and it's. It's real bad. I couldn't even get past, like, the fifth level. I think because I got so on tilt, and I just didn't have enough. I didn't care enough to put more effort into finishing that game. (laughs) Just because it was like memes, weird, wacky. uh! It's just like, oh, that's. The worst that I can't stand those, so I'm amazed I made it that far. Uh, there was another one by Mark was Escape Rosecliff Island, which is just a hidden item game like those I Spy books we had in like elementary school. That I didn't stick around too long because those were just boring as shit. <laughs> you, you did that in elementary school when you had to go to the library and you didn't want to actually read. So this was something else to do that looked like it was a book, and that was just boring as all hell. And the last one I tried was Uriel's Chasm, and it just starts off with these two like British girls like, "Hi guys, we found this old." And I was like, "Nope." They're trying to be like YouTubers or something, acting like they have like an audience, and I can't can't in my right mind support that or encourage giving them any more publicity than they already don't have. So I that are you talking it. about fictitious
2: characters you don't want to support or real that, people?
1: That's the thing. I don't know if they were, like, characters for the game or if these were actual real people saying, like, hi hey, you got, like, you know. Well, they are definitely at... fucking
2: real people saying that, but.
1: Well, there are real people saying that, but I don't know if they were, like, at, if they actually have a YouTube account or something or, like, an internet presence and are trying <sighs> to be internet celebrities. And if they are, I cannot in good conscience support them in any way. It was just too awful. Which is weird because we're also doing a podcast right now on the internet with like a pseudo. What I'm trying with, to say like, is I hate with, ourselves. Like, the fucking
2: purpose of, of like us getting potentially big someday. <laughs> Hopefully, no, that's,
1: <laughs> that's never happened. No, I've, I've I just want
2: ta- to. I want to stay small this. town forever. That's what I mean. I like
0: having the hipster audience. You guys are the real cool kids for listening to us. Everyone else can catch on if they want.
1: <laughs> uh, so that was all I could like swallow on Christmas day and I just said fuck it I started drinking and started playing overwatch because I needed to cleanse out everything so that's that's what happened I went to overwatch to get less salty that's how bad it was
2: oh boy that's not
1: no it wasn't that's not conducive
2: Um, to like getting less salty
1: (laughs) I was hoping to just increase my sodium level so much I just have a heart attack live on stream and then I we just like live live stream fails
2: it's a fucking Sodom and Gomorrah like we find you you're just a pillar of salt (laughs)
0: <laughs> God damn it.
1: Um, and those were, like, that was it for that. And then on Christmas, me and my buddies do like a little secret Santa thing, but with Steam, where we just buy a cheap $5 game and give it to another person in the group. And a buddy of mine bought me Lisa, which is like a po- post apocalyptic, like really dark, sad, like almost earthbound game. Like it's very similar to that playstyle mm-hmm. and setup. I uh, haven't started that yet, but I look forward to it. And then he bought me Honey Pop, which is just, uh p- uh three uh match three dating sim yeah. anime titties game. It's just full of anime titties. Mm-hmm. That's all that is. God so much it. so that it's banned from Twitch. You couldn't even stream it if you wanted to. Uh I've already beaten that one. I got twelve hours into it and I'm done. <laughs> <That's> <laughs> that was the, the first one you played. <laughs> I got all of it. I got all of that nasty, you know, two D drawn Ghiblies. So uh, Studio Ghiblies. Studio <laughs> Oh, God my God, it. is that a porn parody company? It should be. <laughs> um, so, yeah, I just knocked that out. I'm just done with it, and I've just already deleted it from my Steam account. So <laughs> it, the problem is it is actually a fun game. Like oh, boy. Th- match 3 is fun. The dial- like Managing the dialogue options for the different girls is fun and, like, well-designed. It is just surrounded by porn.
0: Seeing like the incredible. titties is yeah, fun. Yeah, that's kind of like uh. the... Uh- <laughs>
1: The Sen <laughs> the Sengoku Rance
2: games, the fuck they're like fucking battle strategy games. And those are fun like gameplay wise, but then it's just like porn porn porn. Yeah, and you're like, oh like, man, this is like a this is actually dragging the game down. And I know this is the purpose it was made for.
0: That's yeah. how I felt about that. What 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 the hell was it called? I can't even think right now. Neptunia st- something or other. Oh, uh, right. number seven. Yeah, God, we're I the forget. biggest
2: fucking neckbeards. <laughs>
0: <laughs> oh, God damn it. That's
1: the podcast. <laughs> Oh my god, but yeah, that's the thing, like, it it's a solid game, and like that's why it got so popular. If it was just porn, it'd be like any other dirty game, like, uh, uh, NC-17 game or whatever. But it's actually, like, good game mechanics in it. So that's why it's hard, like, I'd be playing it, and my buddies would be messaging me like, what the fuck are you playing, you gigantic wee pervert? I'm just like, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but... It's also solid. Like it's, you take it's a- off your
2: glasses and look at them and just go, "Yeah."
1: What about it? <laughs> I I like boobies. What you gonna do?
2: So you stroke uh, the spot in between your chest and your chin, and it's just oh, and there's some hair there.
1: <laughs> so like, I, it's a fun game, but yeah, it's you can't you can't have anyone know you're playing it. You you go offline when you play it on Steam and let no one know you're playing. it. You <laughs> wipe it from your hard drive immediately. Start
2: playing, start doing things
1: through a proxy. (laughs) Download Tor. Yeah, you have a fake alternate Steam account so you can just play all the porn games you want. Um, and then I played Helldivers, which is from the same studio that did, uh, Magica, Magica, where it's like a four person co op. Uh, and Magica, you play as like wizards and combine different spells and stuff. It was really cool. In this one, you just seem like space marines and you just go around taking over planets. And it's a communal effort, so when you have to take over a sector of, like, space, it's the entire community that's playing that game right now. So when me and my friend did it, we only got three stars on a mission. That's the most you can get. And those three stars added to the, like, overall level of taking over that sector. And so it was three out of, like, 300,000. And we were just a small, you know, notch in the whole thing. And as we were going, we saw it getting bigger and bigger because of a thousand other people were also playing and doing it. So it's kind of neat that it's like a communal effort to taking over sectors and planets and, you know, defeating the enemy and stuff. Um, it's it's fun. It gets super hard, really fast. So it, I can't imagine anyone soloing that game. Um, it's it's kind of cheap now. It's it's nothing amazing. It, I got blue screens the first time I played it, though, like five minutes into playing. Oh, boy. So games I don't, always both I don't know if that was my computer or if that was the game itself. Yeah, my computers crashed before, but that was the first blue screen I've ever had on this, so I'm not sure if that was the game or what. Uh, it's fun. Nothing amazing. Do not get the DLC. As far as I can tell, the DLC is just cosmetic and I got fucked over. <laughs> so, that's great. And the last thing I played was Rivals of Athera. which, uh, if you're into fighting games, you might have heard of it. It's Really good. It's on Steam, I think, real cheap right now because of the winter sale. And it's, it's hard to describe other than just saying it's Smash Brothers, but with like, animal care, like they, they're little animals. Like one guy's a beetle, one guy's a lion, one guy's a sort of cat whale. It's weird. Um, but it's very good. It's just a really solid fighting game. It's in early access right now, but it's, don't let that be a deterrent. I mean, I, strongly advocated to not supporting early access games, but my buddy bought it for me and uh, it's solid. It's only like 8 characters so I wish there was a little more than that but um just really all around good fighting game. The controls are a little weird because of how similar it is to Smash Brothers and it's not. So you can like wall jump and I, I guess I'm just so used to playing Smash Brothers on a GameCube, GameCube controller I'm not used to doing it on a Playstation controller. Yeah, so it, ta- it takes a while to get used to those new controls. Uh, but if you want a good fighting game, it's, you know, pixel style. It's They're pretty small, but it's really good. Really solid foundation.
0: The fact that it's in early access gives me hope that they might be adding new characters before it's completed. Who knows?
1: Clearly there's more maps going to be added because there's like, you know, blanked out spots out of like a, you know, 20 map selection. Um, but I don't know about characters. Like the character selection screen is filled. So unless they just are changing that entirely to add more characters, they might. But I think this might be it. Okay. Uh, But it's interesting because there's like a bird guy who's really good at air combos and doesn't really have any charge abilities. And then there's a grass weasel or a ferret or something that can throw down seeds and then the seed grows a plant that can be like a second character to help you out. And the whale cat thing can teleport. So it's like super jump, like you would have in Smash or up B-move is he just lays down like a puddle and then can teleport between them. So if you don't have a teleport pad laid down before you jump, you can't teleport to it and you get screwed over. It's really cool. Interesting. Yeah, it's like $9 right now.
0: Alright, so I'm going to have to dive into the games I've got recently because I'm like just too excited and just need to get this off my chest before I forget something. Um, So... One thing that happened for Christmas, my girlfriend, my awesome girlfriend got me a copy of the game Attack on Titan, and I did get around to playing about an hour or maybe two of that. And it's just refreshing my memory on the anime, how much I enjoyed the story, also how disappointed I was knowing that they don't <laughs> have the second season ready yet. But the like the
1: trailer came out recently.
0: Oh, did That's- it? I did I didn't see
1: for the second season, but like, it's still been five years since the first season. So, yeah.
0: So, but it's actually good timing for the game to come out. Then maybe get everybody's, uh, attention back on that franchise but it was a good series i remember you were complaining about where the direction the manga is going but the game has so much promise and i'm enjoying it so much one thing that i do have to warn you and even bren knew this is that the learning curve is slightly steep like your average gamer should be able to figure it out in like a little bit and if you follow the tutorials it's pretty straightforward but it's just it's a unique fighting mechanic of like a a, seri- a a series of button combinations that you have to pull off successfully to like, la- like get up in the air with square, I believe using your 3d maneuvering devices or whatever they call them. And then as you're like flying around, you have to, like, lock onto a specific limb. Hopefully, you can, like, pick different limbs with your uh, right trigger. But you want to aim for their the nape of their neck. And then you, as you hit X to boost towards them, you also have to hit triangle as you approach them to, like, land the strike. So, I mean, it, it sounds complicated. And the first couple times you're doing it, you're like, what the fuck? But, like, literally after a few times and you get the hang of it, it's just like, all right, this is cake. And I'm killing titans left and right. And it's really cool progressing through the story. Like, I, I don't want to ruin things for people, but I forgot so much that it happened. It's, like, so dramatic yeah. and, like, character changes and things. Like, I don't know. It's insane. You
1: forgot because the first season was five fucking years it ago. Was. And
0: that's the thing. I My girlfriend was watching me play and she's like, I don't remember this. I'm like, I swore we watched this whole thing together. And, no, I, she did. Because she, she would I, I,
1: talk to me about it be like, oh, did you hear about this sh- like, anime called Attack on Titan? I was like, oh, now you watch anime. I got made fun of it in high school for watching it like, all bitter. I no, thought I, so. <laughs> I definitely know you guys watched
0: it together. Me too, and that's what I mean. It was just so goddamn long ago. But in general, I'm having a fun time with that game. And it's, like, it's a pretty recent game, so that's cool to be up to speed on what's going on with that. Hopefully I'll be beating that soon. It also has the capability for up to two to four network players. So that'd be cool to like tackle some Titans with some friends. If anyone listeners or anyone on the ABTS team ends up getting it, that'd be great. Yeah.
2: I mean, I don't know. Does Matt or not Matt does, um, Mark's got a PS4. Mark has a PS4. I have one as well.
0: Yeah. You guys should definitely invest in this game. It's totally worth it. I mean, and the, Oh, and that's another thing I'm going to bring up. So, uh, it's now only40 dollars and it was 60. I think when my girlfriend bought it for me like a few months ago, it was like fresh when it came out uh, and she was saving it for Christmas. So it was like yeah. 60 bucks. But I went to GameStop the other day. And I I came there prepared because I'm like, all right, I have the Steam controller that's just doing nothing but gathering dust. I remember earlier in the podcast, I was like, I'm so excited for Dark Souls 3. And I got a bundle (laughs) of Dark Souls 3 for PC that came with a Steam controller because I'm like, oh, yeah, I'll talk about the Steam controller on the podcast. And it's cool, but it just wasn't my bag of chips. And like I said, I wasn't using it like at all. So, and I remember a few weeks ago, I was in a GameStop, and was like, "Do you guys take use Steam controllers? Because like, I'm not using mine." And he was like, "Oh yeah, it's like 15 bucks, uh, in store credit." And I was like, "Okay, well, I'm going to GameStop in mind, thinking I'll get 15 dollars off of 60 bucks for this brand new title, Final Fantasy 15, that I'm really interested in." And I get there, and all these new titles were like, "This is what the day after Christmas, I think." Um, Everything was uh, it went from sixty to forty, so there's a huge price drop in all these new titles. Yeah, yeah I saw and, it
2: was at GameStop yesterday.
0: Yeah, and I'm kind of like mind blown at that because uh, dubs said in our Slack channel that it was a m- month ago that day that Final Fantasy fifteen came out, and he's kind of upset that there's such a big discount that it's like so recent. And not to mention, I traded in my fifteen dollars uh, Steam controller, so I was able to get Final Fantasy. Fifteen Day One Edition, brand new for less than thirty dollars. It was like twenty seven bucks, and I was so ecstatic. So that's just yeah. something for the listener. To it's check honestly out.
2: that game though was worth the full like. That's one oh, of the I few games it. that comes out like, and you're like, yeah, this deserved the sixty dollars price tag because there's so much shit in that game.
0: Well, and there's yeah. another – I believe that for sure. And there was another – there was like a collector's edition that looked really cool, but it was like $80 or $90. And I'm like, I don't feel like – I think I'm just going to get the steel and go for the day one edition, which came with uh, part of the downloadable stuff that the collector's one did. The collector one came with a movie, I believe, which is like a it full It probably came CGI. with Kingsglaive.
1: Cl- King's yeah, Glaive, which I heard is – it's not – well – I was gonna say it's not necessary to watch it. Like you can still play fifteen, but to really understand what the hell is going on, I've heard you really should watch it. Yeah, I need to. I
2: need to view it because I like the beginning of the game is it's foggy to say the least. Like you're not entirely certain what's happening. You just know like
1: uh, from what I could tell, it seems like fifteen just starts off like right away, and King Khalid gives you backstory on everything. Like it gives you the whole history of stuff. Mm. So it's like if you don't want to read all those like codex pages, like you did in like Mass Effect and like all the Bioware games. It's like, here it is just condensed into a movie form, so you can just watch it all and then play, which I think is a better idea. Yeah.
2: Definitely. To mention, I think the cast is
1: very star-studded. Oh, yeah, it is. It's huge.
2: I think Aaron Paul's
1: in it. <laughs> wow. Nice. Um, but I every time I hear the word like, collector's, edition, uh, collector's edition for a video game, I tent up a little bit just thinking back to Batman Arkham Asylum <laughs> and just how <laughs> how how much they just fucked everybody over with that.
0: Well, they really jacked the price up on the collector's edition of Final Fantasy Fifteen. Not to mention this day one edition is badass as fuck. It's all, like, holographic and shit. But, and this is something I vaguely recall AJ bringing up, and correct me if I'm wrong, but did you mention how certain PS4 titles are now on the side of them? Like, the spine of the title is just plain white and just, like, plain black text? I don't like that. Like, all my pre... I don't know if you did or didn't. It just seems like something I it's vaguely uh, remember.
2: I, yeah, the, um... Inside of most of the new uh, games, there is a second cover. Like, on the inside, you can flip it in. You can Holy flip it shit. backwards.
0: And, <laughs> There's another uh, cover in there.
2: Yeah, like, just turn, take it out, and you can turn it around. And it allows you to, like, have a more uniform look for uh, your collection.
0: That is so weird. But I don't understand why they're doing the I don't know if the
2: white. PS4 ones are like that. But uh, I know I my uh, Xbox One collection has almost a, all of them have a separate uh, cover on the inside.
0: That's weird. I just checked Attack on Titan and it doesn't, but Final Fantasy 15 definitely did. But it was just like a plain black title uh, where I just really like the it, holographic. It's kind of
2: sharp, honestly. But like, yeah, I definitely I definitely enjoy the holographic cover with like the whole team on the front
0: yeah it's it's interesting though, like I don't understand what's this trend with them doing the white ones, the white spines, and the plain black. It's kind of bizarre to me, yeah it's uh is it I think it's a newer trend, I'm not sure though,
2: yeah, I think it is too.
1: The first game I ever saw that, or first game I ever remember really doing that was Borderlands Two, I believe where they had like a really good art cover, like the first cover is like you know the title and the uh was it the psycho like blowing his head out. And then the inside was, like, a really cool design of, like, I think Handsome Jack, uh, but he's like, an outline, and then the whole, like, inside of him was a background shot. It was really nice. And that's the first game I remember taking the cover out and flipping it over because it was more of, like, an artistic display as opposed to the, just the branding and like, you know, the bo- cover art for a game is, has to sell you on it, so it has to be both cool and interesting but also informative, and then the back shows you gameplay and tells you the rating and all that. But I like that you have the option of, like, once you have it, now you can have the artistic one. Yeah, now Claire, it's it, this is for
2: the collection.
1: Yeah, it's yeah. less commercialized. Like I I like that. I like that idea a lot.
2: Evil Within had a really nice one too. That one that one had a really good one. Um, oh, really? Yeah, That's I don't cool. know. I don't know if uh, Last Guardian has one yet cuz I haven't taken it I haven't opened it yet.
0: See, I was interested in getting that, but I'm gonna wait for that. And I did start up Final Fantasy 15. I didn't get very far. I only just played for maybe an hour before we started the podcast. And I met Cindy. And wow, does, is she dressed scandally?
2: <laughs> but <laughs> I told you.
0: Yep. But, um, it seems like it's gonna be a game that I enjoy thoroughly I, I remember oh this is the funniest thing so I apparently I must have talked about it on the podcast but don't even remember I had tried out the Platinum demo and there's that little furry creature that runs around and when I played the Platinum demo I named him Bread Shoes and so like when I, <laughs> so when I started up Final Fantasy XV it's like yo Bread Shoes is gonna join you and I was like what do you mean and when I did the tutorial there he was he's like you remember me it's me Bread Shoes and I'm like <laughs> that is so cool. He
2: so, came with oh, so that they brought over stuff you did in the demo. It like came over into the full game.
0: Yeah, That's awesome. Yeah. Um. So I was grateful to see that Bread little shapes. creature from the platinum demo, and yeah, the the tutorial was really helpful, and I love the combat, like the be the ability to phase around and warp and shit. It's so much more complex. I told you, it's like I was very similar to a
2: Kingdom Hearts combat like yes. combat system.
0: It's wonderful and beautiful, and I'm very excited to. Fight some bosses and do some quests and all the. I'm thinking it, the this open is the world.
2: combat system they use on the Final Fantasy 7 remake, and I am ecstatic about that.
0: That would be great. Yes.
1: That just reminded me because I remember Final Fantasy VII is going to be episodic, and yeah. a lot of people were put off by that. And uh, I finally got around to playing Hitman, and it turns out it's the episodic one where it's broken up into I think five episodes. Okay. Uh, and it, buddy, mine bought it for me, and it's good. But it's, like, episodic, and I don't imagine me buying any more of them because, A, I've never played a Hitman game before, so I don't know any of the story. And, B, it's, like, you know, it's, like, Metal Gear Solid and Splinter Cell and Assassin's Creed, but it's not the open world. It's just, here's your mission, like, here's the one mission, here's the area, go in and kill this guy or kill these two people or kill these three people or whatever. And, like, it's that's all this game is. And when you're done, you leave the area, you get taken off to the next area, like, you don't walk around the world. So, at least in the episodic, there's only, like, two or three missions you can actually do. And the whole point of the game is, like, just find out cooler ways to kill them. Like, dress up like a waiter and kill them with a, you know, needle of uh, cyanide. It's like, dress up as a bodyguard and strangle them with piano wire. Like, dress up as a police officer and pull a fire alarm and have everyone run outside and pick them up with a sniper rifle. Like, so it's the same mission over and over and over again, and you just have to find new ways of killing the targets. And that, I don't know, it, it's a, it does it well, the game handles well, but it's just not a, interesting to me. Cause it feels like a, I don't know, it kind of feels like Portal, like the way Portal was supposed to be, like an experiment where you're just in a room and you have to figure out different ways to solve the puzzle multiple times. Like, it's so, it just doesn't seem interesting to me, and it, uh, you know, it is fun and it is handle it is handles well. That's right. Uh, it handles better than I do English. Uh, but I I don't understand why <laughs> it's episodic at all. And same with Final Fantasy VII. I I don't know why they're making them episodic. Because I heard some people. I don't know the exact names of. But there were some episodic games where I think the first two episodes came out, and then the company went under. So the game was never finished. Like so, anyone who was invested in that game is never going to get the ending because the company collapsed. Ouch. Yeah, so I I don't see the appeal of episodic games, and like like I said before, I'm getting ti- I'm like most people getting tired of Telltale games and how they're really not changing anything, and the, the episodic uh, novelty of episodic games has really worn off.
0: Yeah. Okay. Well, here's uh, uh, the one episodic game I did enjoy was Life is Strange. That I liked well, yeah. how suspenseful it was. That wasn't Telltale, but it was is uh The Wolf Among Us a Telltale game?
1: Yes. yes, it was the second Telltale game Okay,
0: I, but is that episodic?
1: Yeah. Yes, but all the episodes are out
0: Okay, well, I know over uh, GIF that uh, Corey from the One Track Gamers gave me A Wolf Among Us So I'm not sure if it was the first episode or all of them But either way, I'm going to get started on that series So I'm excited to check that if out If
2: it's Even if it's just the first episode, I would still play it uh, It's like one of those games that it leaves you wanting
1: to play more I, I um, think if it's the first episode, you're going to get hooked Because it's it's very good
0: Yeah, I'm very excited to try that out. But I have so much on my plate right now. But yeah, that'll be the one when I turn on my computer and go on the Steam. That'll be my first priority. Um, So thank Mm -hmm. you very much for that, Corey. That was a really cool gift. I remember when we had them on last, or whether I was on their show or they were on our show, he mentioned that he wanted to get me that. So that was cool. Um, It's
1: It's based off the Fable comics that I read that I talked about not too long ago.
0: And you mentioned, yeah, it's like a good like starting point to get into those comics. So I might do that. Um,
1: well, it's a prequel to the comics. It's before the comics even start.
0: So that's perfect. Yeah. And Last gift uh, for Christmas that I'm going to bring up. It's not a game thing, but it's like more tech oriented, which we haven't talked about in probably all of 2016. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> but I got a Moto 360, one of those Android wearable watches. It's really cool. It's slick as all hell. Um, just fucking awesome. Uh all sorts of capabilities. You can change the types of faces you have, like make it digital or like classic looking. Um, It was kind of cool because I took a picture of like the Slack notification showing up, like, and it's like Bren's face and like the little message there. And I don't know, you can be like, okay, Google, and then tell it to look something up. And then all of a sudden you'll click on a link and it'll open up in your phone and stuff. So it's pretty cool. Oh, nice. Yeah. I'm really enjoying this little like over excessive bit of tech.
1: (laughs) Yeah, I saw that the wearable, like, smartwatches, like, market has really flopped overall. Like, it did not, like, like you some people have them and enjoy them. But, like, it it's not every single person it's
0: wearing them. It's seen it as only.
2: excessive for most yeah. people. Like, I don't know. Because they're generally rather expensive.
0: Yeah, yeah. I, I think most of my family members pitched in on this gift. That's what I mean. I, I got this uh, from them and then the uh, Attack on Titan from my girlfriend. So there really wasn't too much more.
1: Uh, okay, I think what the developers and like makers of the watches thought were like, oh, this is gonna replace all smartphones. Like this can be the next big thing where every single person has. And it's like everyone doesn't have a watch now. Like it's not even back, even before smartphones. Like when you actually needed a watch like to tell the time. And not even everyone wore them back then. So I don't think it was ever gonna take off to the degree they were hoping for. But I, it, you know, it is neat. It's a neat thing, and if you can afford one, yeah, it's it's definitely a cool feature.
0: Yeah, it's pretty slick. I'm going to hopefully be able to check that more for notifications than having to whip out my phone and look like a, I don't know. I, I mean, everyone's staring at their phones these days, so it's kind of ex- accepted, but like, it'd be easier to just look at my wrist instead of like, I don't know, it's the same damn thing, really. Like,
1: <laughs> yeah. Oh, the worst, though, is I saw a guy who's in, like, into body modifications and got like four little magnets put into his wrist so he could use his iPod Nano and make it look like a watch. And it's just like, wow, that's a fucking awful idea why would you do that like he can't go through airport security without like destroying the metal detector and stuff like
0: oh god he's probably the I, same guy that's gonna get like uh the adam jensen glasses that are dug into his skull
1: <laughs> oh yeah <laughs> that's that's gonna happen one day and hopefully we'll be around to see it and point and laugh
0: at the person. yes and point and laugh exactly oh, oh, uh,
1: what about you aj what have you
2: been playing lately
0: yeah how about uh, your christmas gifts too
2: uh, they re-released speeder like speeder racing like uh sparrow racing on destiny and I played that last night for about six hours straight um it's easily le- nice. one of the best things I've ever fucking played uh yeah it's like uh, I guess the equivalent would be um like the speeders in Star Wars because that's what they look like already whoa. So it's like racing speeders from Star Wars, and there's a lot of like little, little like quests and shit, and you can get like sweet speeder armor that you can, you can wear. It looks really cool. So I I played that last night for a while, and obviously still playing like Moon, still like messing around with Moon because it's a new game and just like sort of stretching its legs a little bit. Um, the movie with Sam Rockwell?
1: No, <laughs> no uh, Pokemon, Sun, Pokemon Moon. <laughs> oh, Pokemon, okay. Um, I, uh, I got to the Elite Four in that and it was the first time I was ever challenged in that game where I'm like, oh, I might not be strong enough to beat these guys, and I haven't played it since. <laughs> like, it's, uh, I, I hit a challenge and I dropped the game like a hot, hot rock.
2: I lost once leading up to the Elite Four and it was to the girl with the tail. So, I don't know. that. Oh, yeah. she. It just so happened that my entire team was susceptible to ground moves and everyone on her team had Earthquake, so... Fuck me, right? Um, <laughs> it's it's definitely a that's definitely really good though. Like it's a really good Pokemon game. Um, see what else did I get? I got my family. Just a shout out to them. They fucking killed it this year. Uh, I got Last Guardian, uh, Dragon Ball Xenoverse two,
0: damn. Um,
2: and my brother got me. He got me Star Wars Battlefront for the PS4.
0: I have it too.
2: I was like, oh, sigh. Like, cause I had the, <laughs> I got it when it came out. Like I got the launch version of it. And then oh, I was, yeah. before I got rid of my PS4. So then I got rid of that and my PS4. He got me the, <laughs> like the highest edition you can get for it. So it has like everything you could ever want included in it. And uh, I'll probably pl- try to play it again, but it just is not Battlefront. It's not Battlefront.
0: Yeah. Um, Let me know if you want to do some multiplayer. I still have yet to really get into it much.
2: I mean, it's it's fun. It's just not. It's not Battlefront. It's just a reskinned uh, Battlefield game. So yeah, uh, and I you know I have enough of that with Battlefield One on Xbox One, and that's like that game is just like immaculate in terms of what they did with it. But it's um, the
0: tits. It's the studio Ghibli's.
2: Yeah, it's, <laughs> um, and then I got a fifty dollar gift card to Xbox Live to like the, to the Xbox store. So nice. Like yeah, I had like a really good, really solid Christmas as that's far as fucking games go. Rad, man. And Last Guardian, I'm excited to dig into. Like I'm Yes.
0: We're gonna need the I get didn't have to pay input. for it.
2: That was like the other thing. Like not having to pay for games is like the best.
0: Yes, I know what you mean. That's how I felt about Attack on Titan. It's like one I've really wanted to check out, but I'm like, ooh. And the especially questionable dropped,
2: games, cause, uh like Last Guardian got like questionable reviews. They got like, I think like sevens mostly.
0: Well, let's also talk about that price drop a bit. Like, what, what, why did they do this for such recent games? Like, I, was, I, I understand why people like Dubs are upset, but to, for other people, it's just like encouraging, like boosting sales. In, yeah, yeah. Like,
2: uh, I think it's more of being directly after Christmas. Like that, that just happens. Uh, I, it just happens a lot. I hear <laughs> Brent dropped the call.
0: Yeah, I know. I just actually added him back. Sorry about that. AJ and I kept going for a while after you dropped, not even realizing you were gone. <laughs>
2: <laughs> yeah, we Thanks. did, actually. I was, like, talking about stuff I got for Christmas. So.
0: Yeah. And I, I was mentioning, and I was surprised I didn't hear from you, Bren, but it makes sense now. But I was also <laughs> saying about how it's upsetting for people like Dubs that there was such a big price drop um, so shortly after these new titles release. But it was just a, a method of them increasing sales or, like, a surge boost of sales.
1: I mean, but we've always advocated, like, don't pre order stuff or, like, don't get stuff, like, the first week it comes out. Cause Dishonored, uh, I would, I would love to play Dishonored 2, but there was a huge, there still needs to be a huge patch to, like, fix the performance issues for PC. So, like, if you got it for a PS4 or Xbox One, you're fine. But if you got it for PC, it's apparently super buggy.
2: Also, there was a release, they released, uh, the director, I guess, released that they were gonna do a, they're gonna do huge updates to the game, like, in the future.
1: Yeah. So, like, I would say uh, there's a game, Blood uh, Blood Bowl 2, which is, like, fantasy football, but it's, like, turn-based and, like, tile-based. And it's, it's literal fantasy football. It's Yeah, you play as fantasy creatures playing football against uh... each other. And you roll dice to determine everything. So it's, like, D&D, like, where, like, you have an 86% chance of catching this pass. So if you roll a 5 or below, you make it. But if you roll a 6, then he dro- or if you roll 1, he fucks it up. And it's—it's— it's, horrible to play and amazing to watch because it's the most bullshit rng like xcom 2 level like garbage where you get like five ten percent chances in a row and the enemy gets all of those passes but you only not get a one uh five out of six chance you fail that like it's all that and so it's amazing to watch and horrible to play and a lot there's like i think six initial teams for it they can play as and then there's like seven DLC teams or something, they just keep adding more teams from the first Blood Bowl. And if you pre-ordered it, you get all the DLC, or maybe early access, you get all the DLC that's still coming out. Like, people are still getting the DLC stuff for free. But if you bought it, it's like, the DLC costs just as much as the actual game does now, buying all of the DLC. Oh, jeez. So I would say, if you know a game like that is coming out with a ton of DLC, and they're grouping it in with a pre-order bonus like that, that's the only time I would say to pre-order. Well, not only time, because there's always exceptions. But that's one of the few chances where you would actually want to pre-order it. So you get all that DLC and save like $80. But yeah, like Final Fantasy Fifteen and Dishonored 2 and all these other they're, things. They're going to be
2: free updates. Like, And that's the thing. Like, uh, He came out and said that the updates for Final Fantasy Fifteen are going to be free. They're going to add a lot of... Uh, a lot of fresh content. They're adding a New Game Plus feature where you can carry over all your stats and levels and shit from the previous playthrough. Um, and they're adding... I think they said they were definitely adding in more story, though, which is exciting, and they were going to fix... I didn't get this far yet, but they said something about uh, Chapter 13 is like kind of fucked a little bit, and they're going to be fixing that. But they said it's going to take a little while for them to to get the the fixes and, like, stuff, like, ready for download, so.
1: Yeah, because now with the internet and everything and being able to stream and download games, you can just send out the patches to fix stuff, but it's now becoming, like, a little too accepted that are like, oh, yeah, there's going to be a day one patch and, like, a day three patch and, like, a day five patch. It's like, wait, so you knew that these stuff, these things were broken, yet you still finished the game and sent them out without it. Like, shouldn't you, like, hold off on, like, a month or two and then fix them before you sell the game?
2: I, it's actually I, the issue of living in the like gaming era that we live in. It's the main problem is that developers feel completely fine sending out broken content, knowing that they're going to get those those good good sales on the the first day. Well, I and, think uh, and they'll just patch it, it yeah. or they like they decide that the game's done. They put it out for a release date, and then they start working on a patch for day one right away.
1: Yeah, I because back like in the 90s and early 2000s like before everything was digital and you could just download the patches and stuff it was just like oh if your game was broken like this it just didn't sell well and you were just considered a shitty game but now i don't think it's the developers fault because i think the developers would want to make the best game imaginable yeah. i would hope so i think it's the publishers and stuff so like a big example big example of that is sony with no man's sky like they yeah. were they were the publisher of it they were the distributor of it and the developers in that case, we're kind of assholes, too, because the main developer would lie just constantly on a bunch of different things, promising there was stuff in the games that there just blatantly wasn't. Um, but, so, yeah. So I know some of these developers are trying their best. Like, the QA testers for a lot of stuff get blamed because they're like, how did the QA tester not realize this is a broken part of the game? Like, how could they not find this, you know, clearly broken mission or, like, chapter 13 or whatever in Final Fantasy fifteen, Like, and... To be fair to them, the QA testers might have saw that. They like they very well might have seen that and sent in a report, but the developers didn't have time to fix it, or developers just ignored their report and just chose not to fix it. So it's tough when there's something where hundreds of people work on something to put blame on anyone, and that's why I like giving blame to the giant corporations, because fuck them.
2: I think a good thing to remember, too, is that the technology that they're working with right now is not always going to bend to their will. Uh, Mm -hmm. As far as like the consoles go, like we are so advanced with what we do with video games. uh, There's a level of um, error that comes with like the technology that we use. So I can imagine some of it's definitely kickback from the consoles themselves. And you, you can't really, it's unpredictable how they're going to react to certain stimuli. So like the I, the addition of like multiplayer uh to a game i'm sure puts a whole new level of stresses on games that they didn't see before um not but multiplayer's been out for a while but i you know i just think with the way the consoles are are built there's probably something like it definitely would should give it more problems i'd say hmm
1: yeah. And now with some of the consoles, they're a lot more cryptic with stuff or they don't get to fully get all the information on the console that they're developing it for. So there might be a problem with like, Oh, Sony released a update for the PS4 Pro. It's like, Oh, well, now that update's kind of fucking with our game because we didn't know that was going to happen. So then yeah. they have to then make another patch to fix that. Like, so the game works fine on it by itself, but now on this one console because of this one update. Now it's yeah, it's the connected.
2: difference the difference in generations, right? So the PlayStation 1, the N64, like the Genesis, those systems weren't connected to the internet so there wasn't ever an opportunity for the firmware to be updated on those consoles, yeah. which changes how games play generally. There's a chance for something in the firmware update to fuck with how the game is being like read or uh I guess interpreted by the system itself.
1: Yeah, so it's got it's- drawbacks and benefits because like we're saying the drawback is there's now accepted culture for day one patches but one of the benefits is there are games that on launch were kind of shitty but then eventually got better when they got reimagined with um i'm looking at you destiny that's, it, or, <laughs> that's <laughs> I what I was right like, at oh. you yeah so like it's something like that where it's like it launched and it's like this game's not great, and it's not because it's like broken or anything. It's just not a good game. And then they released the DLC update and it like changed everything. So there's the benefit of that. So like everything, there's drawbacks and benefits. but I
2: think Destiny Two is gonna be amazing. I honestly do because like if there's any sort of ramp up based on like what the DLC they're doing, uh, Destiny Two should be really good. i I'm probably not gonna get it when it comes out just to because that that dang.
1: That dang sting burned me before.
0: <laughs> that dang old pussy sting.
1: <laughs> At this point, I don't, even the one track Gamers talked about it. They're like, what's one company you buy something from day one, like religiously? Like you buy everything to have. And I said, no one, because that's why we have DLC and, uh, the pre-order bonuses and stuff. Like the, the industry knows that people will buy stuff religiously. N- mostly Nintendo feeds off this a lot. If you put Nintendo on a toaster, people will buy it. And, uh, hell, I got a Nintendo Monopoly board. I fucking hate Monopoly. It's the worst board game ever to be made. But I have a Nintendo version of it, and a Pokemon version, and a Super Simpsons version of it. I I have a lot of copies of this game. I hate. Um, but yeah. So for game companies, especially who this market is just so changing all the time, and some of the bigger corporations are really feeding off that and taking advantage of that. I don't recommend pre-ordering or like I. It's kind of cynical. But, like, I don't want to get excited over anything anymore because, like, The Last Guardian, it took ten years to make, and it's all right. Like, people aren't um, thrilled by it, and it what definitely do you mean, Wait,
0: no, disagree. Uh, I just saw, like, all sorts of, like, rave reviews about it. Like, unbelievable, like, ni- nine out of tens, ten out of tens, five out of fives, and people are being like, this game's a fucking masterpiece. So I'm actually going to really give it a chance and see what people are talking about.
1: Well, but then also for, like... Uh, Wind Waker for Legend of Zelda, people were shitting all over that when it first came out because they hated the style. And then like five years later they're like, oh man, what were we thinking? This is an amazing game. This is like a flawless game and all this stuff. So it it clearly changes with time. So I think initially The Last Guardian's coming out and people were like, yeah, it's great. It has to be because we waited 10 years for it. If this isn't good, we wasted so much time. It's like, well, you didn't waste time. (laughs) You weren't doing anything. You were just waiting. It's literally not doing anything. But I think it's this kind of idea that people need stuff to be good or, like, it it has to be good or else I I don't know what I'm believing in anymore. And it's like, no, it can be shit. Look at uh, Duke Nukem Forever. The game took like 12 years to make it and it's still garbage. So, there's, I'll just say there's very few companies I trust because at the end of the day, they want to take your money. Like, that's what it is. I have to buy it. They're not giving me an experience for free. The only one I can really think of that I have a lot of trust in is CD Project Red who are the developers of Witcher. Because, holy fuck. Like, they released a DLC pack that's bigger than most $60 games. Like, and the Witcher is... You can buy the first two Witchers right now for less than $5 total. And then Witcher 3 is, like, under $25 or something. Like, for some reason, they just go on sale super fast. And that's the only company that... I'm still not... They have another game coming out, I think, something 2099 or something. I'm not even gonna prove it to that. Like, I, I hope it's good, but there is a chance that it could be bad. Like, this could be something new they're doing and they don't really have experience with it and it could be shitty. But like, I, I don't think we should trust any game companies because it's still a corporation and it's a commercial business. And video games can be art, but I'm also not buying all my art. Like, it's an experience. That's what makes it so great, but it's also still a business. Like they still have to make money at the end of the day, and with microtransactions, that's easier than ever.
0: Yeah, fuck microtransactions. All right, guys, it's time for the official ABTS report card of 2016. Are you ready for it? It's basically just uh, yes, because I know I did great. <laughs> yeah, you actually did pretty damn good. It's just uh, the attendance of our oh, host, and also the, uh, the the count of all the different. Conversation games we've done. So let's just start with attendance. It's not a big deal. Um, AJ's
1: that kid that shows up the day after the final, I'm almost like, man, by, man. I'm almost bottom of the barrel. Well, oh, uh, that's what I mean.
0: Guaranteed. Well, let's start from the top and go to the bottom. We know like, oh, I'm man, at the top. F- AJ's at the bottom.
1: It <laughs> so, like when's all the all final right. exam? It's like the final exam was yesterday. It's like
0: oh no, <laughs> been there. um <laughs> All right. So in 2016, including this episode, if my math's not off by one or two, I was uh involved in seventy seven episodes. Bren was in well, yeah, sixty eight Yeah, every of them. Bren was in sixty-eight. Mark was in twenty one. Matt was in thirteen and AJ was in ten. So pretty good.
1: <laughs> that's sh- that sharp drop between me and the next person. <laughs> yeah. uh, I'm Mar- gonna
2: work on that because yeah, uh, no, I've, <laughs> I've been getting a- better. I've been on more towards the end of the year here. So that's like, what I
0: mean. I feel like you you it I'm was ramping just like, it up. It was a busy year, so that's nobody's fault. And that's what I mean. Matt was only on three more than you, so it's, that's just how it works. And Mark was a, sort of in the halfway, and then it's basically me and Bren's show. <laughs> God damn it. Um, but well, then,
1: Because it's, it's your show, and I have a lot of free time.
0: <laughs> yes, so I appreciate all you guys hanging out. Um, let's talk about conversation games, though. So the classic, I was walrus, our oldest uh. guy um we played 29 times in 20 in 2016 i'm not sure if we're gonna play it tonight or not but we could round it up to 30 uh 10 questions we played four times in 2016 so that game doesn't get a lot of love uh <laughs> at least it, we played it at all um what's that sound we played 19 times i love and- what's
2: that sound it's so fucking good i yeah, hate pretty- it i get it wrong every time <laughs> well, i love it
0: <laughs> i'm pretty glad we played that uh That many times this year And then we introduced a new conversation game Game or no game which we played five times this year Which had never been played before So hopefully we'll keep those numbers growing Oh and this I wouldn't really consider A conversation game but we have a new segment As of a couple episodes ago Matt introduced to our audience Stumpers and we've played that twice So I, I don't even think I should say We played it we just did that Whatever <laughs> the fuck that was
1: We, we had it we've experienced yeah. it twice
0: So that was the ABTS report card. I feel like I'll try to do that every year, just to keep us in the loop.
1: <laughs> it really just helps you set in how long we've been doing stuff. And it's like, <laughs> we've been doing this for two years now almost?
0: Yeah, consistently. Oh, definitely two years.
1: So it's just like, Christ almighty. Like yeah. that, ugh weird. It's pretty
0: weird. It's very weird. But do you guys, I think there's a couple of newsy bits we could talk about, and if we want, we could finish off the year with, uh, what's, uh, I mean, uh, I was a walrus, because I don't have anything else prepared. <laughs>
1: <laughs> yeah, I I don't know what I did. One night I just did a bunch of categories for I was the walrus, so we could play that for a while. Um, but yeah, news stuff. Micro, uh, Microsoft admits that it finally went too far with the Windows 10 update. They finally admit uh, that their sorry. fault of forcing it onto everyone and having to forcing customers to make active decisions to go against it. Like I had to download was it like GWPX uh something? Like just so it wouldn't be forcibly installed onto my computer.
0: Yeah, that was going too far. The one thing that was like to play devil's advocate, at least they were like being like, It's free, take it, but like if you don't want it, they shouldn't be like, take it <laughs>
1: Well, it wasn't like it was a game where it's like, oh, it's free. You can either take it or you cannot. It's like this isn't the entire operating system. Like that's like saying taking every car in America and then giving everyone uh smart cars and be like, oh, it's free. So here's your free smart car. It's like, but I am a landscaper. I need a truck. Like I can't fucking drive all my tools around in this tiny smart car.
0: Like, I think a better analogy is like sex you don't want and it's just operating systems hmm. like rape.
1: I feel like that's a much, much worse analogy
0: okay
1: <laughs> <laughs> i think because it's it's the operating system so like you needed to run the whole computer so i think it's a really like if it was just a little it's bonus personal feature, it's yeah. a personal thing like it's it, it changes it's, everything it's not just a little update like a you know playstation update where it's like oh we changed the color of your netflix icon it's like cool whatever uh so it's fine that they admit that they went too far it'd be a lot of better if they admitted that while they were doing it and stopped doing it like this is once again <laughs> co- giant companies going like oh guys i guess we screwed up and then they don't learn anything and then they last. just they like
2: just, they it's do like it anyway. sorry they're just like sorry as they shove food down your throat like sorry it's, it's like sorry.
1: The south park with the bp oil spill yeah like, we're, we're sorry. And the guy's, sorry he's rubbing his nipples and like on a bearskin rug it's just like it's just saying like fuck you like we can say we're sorry and just get away with it like
2: and then they change their name to dp and yeah. then they uh and then they <laughs> they they drill on the moon
1: too <laughs> yeah they unleash cthulhu or something yeah they tear into cthulhu's realm yeah it's clearly an overtop satire but it's true like the company says they're sorry and then everyone moves on like comcast another example of that uh the fracking in flint michigan there's still no drinking water in flint michigan people still can't drink water that's coming out into their house like that's still happening! No one's done anything about it. Like, So it's just these big corporations going like, whoops, guess we fucked up, and then we, everyone just moves along. So like, <sighs> you know, this is like a smaller example of that with Windows. It's still a very important example, though, and they should be held accountable to some degree of, like, how aggressive they are. And every the government will just say, like, oh, it's an open market. If you don't like it, you can use Linux or uh, Macs. It's like, well, Macs are just as aggressive, if not worse. And Linux... All right, let's be honest. Most of the people are too dumb to use Linux. Like, Linux is great, but you have to do it all yourself, and uh, that's real tough. Eh,
0: so, it's not too, I don't know, I'm a computer science major, but it's like, yeah, I so
1: you're a little biased.
0: <laughs> like, yeah.
1: Um, so it's, you know, that's annoying to see that they're just like, yep, whoops, we messed up. It's like, well, maybe maybe learn from this. Maybe with Windows, uh, with, uh, Windows 10, 11, you don't cram it down everyone's throat, and don't make the comparison again, Doug.
0: Okay, yeah, I'm sorry. Um, <laughs> but uh I have some newsy bits that's like uh hopefully will redeem myself. Uh apparently Gravity Rush, I remember earlier in the podcast I was playing that game. It was like remade for PS4. It was originally yeah, I gotta a Vita get it. game. I gotta get it. I well, the, the sequels, yeah, the sequels coming out in January. It was supposed to come out this year, but it's coming out in January. But uh, there's did it get delayed now,
1: like every other game this year?
0: Yes. Uh, it well, <laughs> it, what January twentieth is the release date of the sequel, and it looks awesome. But Quote, apparently, really they released, released an it. anime for it. It's only like a seventeen minute short film, but it basically is uh tries to tie the original Vita game story and what's going to be going on in the upcoming sequel together. And it's available on the PlayStation YouTube channel. So it, it's something, listeners, if you're diehard Gravity Rush or have any kind of interest into in the sequel, uh, you might want to check out this little anime that kind of gets you excited for it.
1: Oh, nice. I'm all for this, like, cross-media promotion like for video games. Like They're like, ah, oh, we can't really, like... Incorporate the story that well into these segments. It's like, screw it. Let's just make a tiny little video, like, uh, Pokemon generations on the Pokemon. That's such YouTube a good channel. idea. On the Pokemon YouTube channel, they're just doing four minute, like, little videos, but it's just, like, it's all super well animated. Like, it's better than the shows are. And it's just getting really, like, into the backstory of some of the characters that you don't all see. It's like that backstory
2: often. for the games, too. Uh, there's yeah. a lot of shit. There's like, I've been getting really into game theories, the, uh, the YouTube channel, game theories, and mm-hmm. there's some great shit on there, uh, stuff about Pokemon uh, theories that makes a lot of sense. and uh, I personally prescribe to that now. so <laughs> like, shit about like multiple uni- like dude, the multi-universe is like a thing in like every every Nintendo game. like all the Nintendo games have like some sort of multiple universe scenario.
1: Well, I think that's also tricky when you get into, like, you know, conspiracy theories, like, four shows and stuff, because they're like, oh, there's a uh, little stuffed Dexter doll in one episode of Powerpuff Girls. It's like, oh, they're actually in the same universe, and Dexter's, like, in this part of the country, Powerpuff Girls are... It's like, no, the guy was just the creator of both of those, and he put a little, like, Easter reference. Egg. Yeah, it's yeah. an Easter egg. It's not, like, a conspiracy theory. Exactly. The same thing happened in Rick and Morty and Gravity Falls, but the creators actually confirmed, yes, that is a... Uh, Thing. But that's because Rick and Morty has parallel universes, like so technically they're tied into every show canonically. Yeah, te- can yeah, yeah.
2: technically Rick and Morty is canon in every single universe that ever existed <laughs> on television.
1: Yeah, whereas so like, the
0: other was like a wink and a nod at like a franchise they admire, or like I don't know.
1: Yeah, it don't made. don't confuse Easter egg and homages with like crazy conspiracy. But I mean that's what conspiracy <laughs> like theories are.
2: Theoretically, the Adventure uh, Adventure Time uh, is like. <laughs> the sequel to every single cartoon network show
1: yeah exactly because it's because post-
2: it's post apocalyptic after yeah. everyone's dead so i mean it could be theoretically after everything
1: yeah i love like seeing the people were like what if rugrats like all the babies aren't real and angela just made them up because she's like a lonely child and her parents don't play with her so she made up her own friends it's like no that's factually not true like just fucking stop like I hate
2: that. Everyone, I hate hate the, uh, the child's in a coma theory for, like, every every single show makes me so uncomfortable. Like, it's, no, 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 take it what it, take, like... Adventure Time is not inside of Finn's head Like the world ended Deal with it Like that's just how the show is meant to be
1: What if Frankie from Foster Stone for Imagine Your Friends Is actually like Was a mentally everyone. ill child And she has a snow globe Ugh. and that's where the house is Like oh you mean from Saint Elsewhere Because the person drew a picture referencing Saint Elsewhere And you don't know what that is So you now think it's a conspiracy theory You fucking idiot God damn, oh, I, I, just it.
0: Re- I just remembered we're doing like a really like <laughs> Old called back to uh, Episode 14 cartoon conspiracy theory <laughs> <laughs> Holy Jesus. fuck! That's a good, good thing. But all I have to say about this whole Gravity Rush anime is that I think it's a really good choice because of like the 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 style of the game itself is like self-stated like anime style characters, so it's just interesting that they're capable of pulling it off, and I I think it is something to look forward to.
1: Yeah, as someone who's never played the game, it looks really good.
0: Like yeah, yeah,
1: I
2: yeah I saw it in a GameStop yesterday, and I was like, hmm. Like, I I saw the game on my PS4 store, and I was like, oh, man, I should probably get this, because it looks, like, right up my alley. Also, I got Life is Strange. I need to play that yet, so. Oh,
0: God. Don't listen to our episodes.
1: Don't listen to the podcast. We'll ruin it for you.
0: Yeah, there's a long episode you're going to have to listen to once you beat it, because it ties things together.
2: I tried to avoid uh, episodes that involved
1: games that I wanted to play. Nice. So, that's why you didn't listen to any of them. (laughs) (laughs) Hey, <laughs> <laughs> I, I can't tell if this podcast, if we're just repeating ourselves at this point or now we've gone full circle jerk by just calling back old episodes and just reiterating what we said in older episodes after like two years.
2: Well, sometimes it, it needs to show that we're that we're consistent, that we uh, don't our, our opinions don't change. <laughs>
0: oh, man, you just gave me a terrible memory of like old men and circle jerking of lemon party. <laughs> <Stop> <laughs> it. God damn it um uh, moving that's, on uh that's do you want to play i was walrus there more to talk about quick uh, uh
1: there's more to talk about do you guys want to play a game or
2: you want to do just like the the sad shit that we got we'll do, do the
0: sad shit at What's the it? very end <laughs> uh, like maybe Easy post be plugs because we'll be like and this is how we're gonna end the year good night <laughs>
2: uh good night. yeah just don't want to wake up tomorrow. <laughs> the world's a worse place.
0: No, we'll try to be like, look forward to 2017. We'll do some New Year's resolutions. We'll save the little, we do have a kind of mini sad segment, but uh, yeah, we'll, we'll play we'll a game before. That.
1: We'll do uh, Brennan's like one minute news uh, feed. All right, cool. Steam got fined for $3 million for refusing refunds on their games in Australia. Because in Australia, they have stricter laws, and they have, there's some law in Australia that tells i guess either just entertainment or media developers or like content sellers that they have to offer refunds like for stuff that is not advertised for what it is and this is mostly directed towards early access games and pre ordering games like no man's sky that it is just blatantly not what they said it was going to be and steam has a loose refund policy i forget exactly what it is i've heard it's two hours of gameplay i think yeah, Rick Kaiser refund. was saying it. If it's two hours over the course of two weeks, you can still refund it, or something like that.
0: Something all like I, that.
1: All I know is two hours are involved, and after that, you can no longer refund it. And that is against Australia's like one of the laws in Australia. And someone at Steam didn't do the research well enough and didn't read that law, so now they got fined for three million. It was originally like a hundred and twenty-five thousand.
2: And whoever drew whoever drew up that contract, that sort of end user license agreement, uh. They were fired. Definitely got fired.
1: Yeah. Uh, yeah, the court saw how much Steam was making and they're like, all right, the fine is going to be 125,000. And the guy realized what Steam was. Like, I guess he's not a big gamer. So he f- did this research and found out it's such a huge company. He's like, no, no, no. This will be nothing to them. They won't even register this as like a consequence. So let's ramp it up to like what it would actually make an impact to them. And they charged them three million, which is the most they could out of that court case. Wow. So yeah, which I mean, they're not wrong. They broke the law and. It's also a big compliment.
2: And like, $125,000 is like probably what they shit out over the week leading up to Christmas.
0: It just goes oh, they- the show no one does their job anymore, like ever. No. It's just always so lazy. And then like people fuck up big time. And like, God, like like you just said, if he had done his research, I think you could have avoided that. You'd still be employed. And fuck, man.
1: Whoever, yeah. whoever fucked up there fucked up big time. Yeah. Yeah. During the winter sales, Steam has already made that back over like 10 times over. Like they're fine. Uh, what else? The patent on loading screen mini games, uh, it's, it's running out. So the patent's about to expire, which means that before he had a loading screen and it was just nothing. And I think Bantai Namco actually has the patent for it, where yeah the, the loading they were screens,
2: featured heavily in the Budokai games. Yeah, the little mini games in between uh, yeah. loading and the loading screens.
1: So you could just it's a little it's a little something that doesn't take a lot of effort from the machine, so you can play it while it's loading the rest of the game or the match or whatever. And that's about to expire, so we might be seeing more games soon. With Nintendo's gonna be all
2: about that shit.
1: Yeah, exactly.
2: So, WarioWare, anyone? Yeah,
1: so people, I've heard people say that before, like, why don't all games do this? It's like, I didn't realize it until I read this article, but it's because there was a patent making it illegal <laughs> for anyone to do it because of fucking copyright infringement. It all comes back to that because of how stupid the laws are.
0: Wow, uh, why would someone be such a dick and put a patent on something like that? I don't know. Money, because they can make money oh, off Oh, yeah. It. That uh, is
1: always the answer. Yeah, at you're all right. times. I should have known. Yeah. And the last thing is Frog Fractions 2 is coming out. I know this is oh, big for thugs. Oh, pasta. Yeah, Basta will have to hear about this. Uh, I played Frog Fractions. I got, like, ten minutes into it, and I'm just like, all right, screw it. And it was right before, like, the whole game changes on you, and, like, it turns into <laughs> a new game. So, like, <laughs> yeah. I saw a video of it, and I saw what it ends up becoming. I was like, oh, that's what they were talking about.
0: It's a fucking mind-numbing experience. It's but i But I'm, I'm glad there's a sequel on the horizon.
1: Yeah, it's coming out soon. So if you were excited about that, like Doug and were, keep an His, eye out.
0: Yeah, viral psychedelic browser game. Cool.
1: It's so weird. Uh yeah, that's all I had.
0: Cool. Alright guys, well then let's play some I was the Walrus. Alright, guys, so we're playing Ives of Walrus. I figured I'll judge just to keep this quick. Um, so we got AJ versus Bren. Um, let's see here. If you can make a new candle scent, what would you make your scent smell like? Oh, boy. Hmm. <laughs> hmm. And there's plenty of uses for candles like aromatherapy, like setting the Arson. mood. Marsid. Uh. All sorts of things. That
1: dang old pussy thing.
0: I know. I was candle. thinking that. I was like, <laughs> that would uh, set the mood, all right.
1: It's <laughs> a well, smell like fish in your bedroom, huh? Oh my god, I got one. I know. Um, I know. I'll, I know what mine
2: is. All right.
1: I got one I would like, but I know no one on the planet else. Uh, ever, ever yeah, ever
0: uh, mine's good, but
2: definitely more personal, but we'll see what happens.
0: Maybe you should go with it, Bryn.
1: <laughs> uh, yeah, it's. Yeah. yeah last
2: time mind. we got personal, we were blessed to raining dildos
1: and <laughs> oh and
0: <Apple> no! I don't mean
1: personal. That's not personal. I don't know anything about raining dildos.
0: Let's go with round one. Three, two, one, go.
1: Pickle cheese. Burger King.
0: Oh god! Whoa!
1: <laughs> this is the grossest candles we've ever.
0: Yeah, those are no, both pretty No, Burger King disgusting. smells really
1: good.
2: All right, see, like when you're when you're like driving by Burger King and they're like piping that sweet sweet burger smell outside?
0: You're not wrong not, at it's all. It's not
1: Hershey. They're not piping the scent into the town. I've never uh, smelled Burger King unless I was in a Burger King.
0: See, well, okay, now here's the thing, Brent, you've you're hitting home with pickles cuz I really do enjoy me some pickles and pickle uh, juice is not like I drink the shit, but like it's okay. I it's do. like and it it's smells amazing. good. I don't drink it, but so, uh, but the thing about it, the problem about it being a candle, you, like, I can't imagine pickle juice being hot, like, or, like, I feel like it would, like, warp the, like, smell of it, and well, it would just be weird. Well, obviously, I don't know.
1: Well, that's the thing. Isn't that, like, all candles? Like, it doesn't smell like yeah. vanilla. It doesn't smell like burning vanilla. It just smells like vanilla. Like, that's the chemi- That's why it's chemicals and not the actual...
0: You're um, right. Like, so it, it would chemicals. just trick me into thinking it actually smells like pickle juice in this yeah, room.
1: There's plenty of labs and scientists who are able to concentrate. Like they have a small vial of like this orange liquid, but it smells exactly like blueberry somehow. Like, All so, right.
0: And then then we have a fucking restaurant. I could also imagine there being yeah, a, subway, a subway, Subway's a subway, subway candle because th- that is a very specific smell. Like if you walk in and out of that place, like people people like can be meat. like can easily identify where you ate. <laughs> They're like, oh, you were at Subway. I smell it.
1: Um, I, I feel like it depends on where the Burger King is, though. Because if it's, like, Burger King and, like, State College at, like, Penn State, like, that's a nasty-ass Burger King. If it's, like, South Philly Burger King, that's a nasty-ass Burger King. <laughs> no, I'm not talking about the nice restaurant. Ones. I'm talking about the smell that
2: comes from, like, them cooking the food, not right. what the restaurant food.
0: smells like. And, oh, here's another callback. Being terrible Americans, uh, I'm, yeah, gonna go I'm going to go with Burger King. I'm going to Burger King Candle because I ate there today. I'm a piece of shit. Uh, so <laughs> So that that's a pretty awesome answer and I don't know if I was like I'm so fat. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> We're pieces of shit. Let's move on to round 2, but you get that one AJ. Uh, Only
2: I would think of wanting a candle that smells like a fast food restaurant inside of my fucking house. <laughs> like <laughs> like the cooking food.
0: All right, it's this is one of my favorites.
2: Oh. <laughs>
1: Most my candles.
0: This category is super creative, and I got to give Bren credit on this one. So this one's pretty good. Raccoons are nature's little burglar. What other occupations can we project onto a wildlife creature? So pick a creature, and what's his occupation?
1: I got one. Uh, I can't think of anything clever, so I'm just going to go with... For some reason, this popped into my head first.
0: All right, guys, let's see. Round two, three, two, one, go
2: toy fish accountant uh snakes that are spies
0: <laughs> that's fucking good like think about like how easy they could get around and sneak around and like stealth here we go are. here we go solid snake yeah seriously the <laughs> stealthiest snake of all oh uh, no i think listeners <laughs> are like giving him a standing <laughs> ovation right now no they're
2: uh, <laughs> good they're, they would be good at like sneaking around and shit but uh yeah, for sure. I definitely, like, ref- that's a huge Metal
1: Gear Solid
0: reference. Yeah, definitely. Um, I know
1: what you're getting at of them being, like, stealthy, but I'm imagining, like, the spy that, like, it's a corporate spy who, like, blends in and, like, just is, like... Uh, well, a chameleon would it.
2: be a, the obvious choice for a spot, for, like, uh, a, a <laughs> well, ridiculous spy.
1: But, but, I mean, like, I'm imagining a snake standing, like, up on its tail with, like, a shirt and, like, a fake mustache and, like, a little hat. Oh, that's hat. hilarious. Yeah, and just, like <laughs> it's like... Gentlemen, I uh, hear there's a spy in our office. We have to rat out the, you know, spy and figure out who it is before he steals our secrets. And it's like, yes, the secrets.
0: God damn it, friend. So in yours as a <laughs> underwater accountant, that can't possibly work. That's
1: an aquatic accountant. Why not? You put Be- a, you get a desk, you put the tank on top of the desk and you put all the paperwork underneath the tank. So can get what if he secretly
2: works for the mob so that he can like really make people <laughs> swim with the fishes?
1: That is, that, that is a lot of, of generalization for koi fish. I don't think I'm in support of this animal racism. <laughs> let my <laughs> let my accountant
2: take care of you. You're gonna be swimming with the fishes.
1: Oh, th- uh, I get it now. That's just- clever agent.
0: <laughs> well done. Um, he can't use a computer though, and like write and stuff like that. Fish I is gonna be. I,
1: you're putting words in my mouth.
0: How is just, that fish just gonna like be an Microsoft accountant? Put
1: Windows 10 on my. Oh goddammit. it!
0: Up your butt. Uh no. Yeah.
1: <laughs> The koi fish are very intelligent, and he is good at math. He has a master's in accounting, and he—I I trust him with my books a lot more than I trust myself. All right, and he knows
2: my how to. My snake money has so a PhD a in espionage.
0: Oh God damn it, AJ! Whoa! You don't even, even need to try hard because um, you get the shutout tonight. That was a straight up win. I'm going with AJ's <laughs> answer. And God like I, the funny thing is about AJ playing I was a Walrus. Like I actually was keeping track like not long ago. I think this is going to be your sixth win or like maybe seventh or something. But you've only seven? played the game seven times and you've lost twice. So I think you have the best track record. I have this,
2: best KD ratio. Baby.
0: Yes, but like Brand has the most wins. So like you're definitely. A yeah. uh, threat to deal with when you come on and play. I was a walrus, but well done, AJ. Yeah. I I
2: feel
1: I feel like the wins are always very partisan on depending on who the judge is because I feel like it's very easy to get dug. And sometimes Mark on my side. Cause me and Mark think too similarly. It's concerning. But
0: yeah. Masta
1: is always dead set against me. Every time <laughs> he's judge.
0: Yeah. He takes a long time to consider both options, which is pretty great. <laughs> um, well that wraps up this year's end of year special. Hopefully you guys have been having fun listening to our episodes. Um, we're going to do some plugs, but let's do the quick little sad segment instead of post plugs yeah. right now. Um, obviously people know that 2016 had some ups and downs uh a couple of the downs are going to be mentioned now so feel free to mention the ones that bothered you the most guys i i don't really i'm impartial it's sure it's sad to me but i don't really i don't know this isn't a segment i (laughs) want to do
2: yeah it's uh
0: 2016
2: could just fuck right off it's uh
0: 2016 is a fucking nightmare
2: (laughs) It's a, it's real bad guys. I I don't know. I, where do you want to start? Bren?
1: Uh, start the start sort of like an one, in memoriam.
2: Bowie. Yeah. Bowie, uh, Alan Rickman, uh, that one hurt. Gene Let's Wilder.
1: See,
2: uh, fucking who else I, we got here? God,
1: there's a whole list. Yeah,
2: I know. I'm looking at them like, uh, Prince, you know, that one hurt Muhammad Ali. We lost.
1: Oh yeah.
2: Uh, Anton Yelchin from the new Star Wars or uh, Star Trek series.
1: Yeah, and uh, a show on Netflix that just came out. uh, Let me get the name right. I think it's Troll Hunters. It's an animated. Yeah, Troll Hunters. It's an animated show by DreamWorks, and it's from Guillermo del Toro. And he's actually, uh, Anton is actually the main character of it. And I believe it's the last project he worked on before being crushed by his own car.
2: Uh, let's see, we got uh, fucking Alexis Arquette, Pete Burns, uh, Leonard Cohen, um, uh, yeah. fucking Florence Henderson, uh, Ron Glass, Harper Lee, Peter Vaughn, oh jeez, uh, Jaja Gabor died, um, George Michael, uh, f- fuck,
1: Rob, Rob Ford, Richard- the mayor of Toronto who was known for smoking crack. That that one hit me hard. That I got r- <laughs> real upset
2: about that. Richard Adams, the author of Watership Down, which you mentioned earlier. Oh and man, he was uh, t- today. He was like
1: yesterday. Yeah,
2: yeah. Today we had uh, obviously Carrie Fisher passed away. This is that's a huge blow. Uh, yeah. Doris
1: Roberts, we talked about with Alan Covert. Yeah, it's just, uh, it's been a really
2: shitty big. year, guys. Yeah, and I found out the guy who voice acted Heat Miser died today too. So
1: the guy who voiced uh, Boba Fett died back in uh, January. Jesus, it's like uh we
2: can't it seems like we can't win like on any George S. Irving, that was the guy who played Heat Miser. He passed away today.
0: Um, I feel like we have to blame social media a little bit for just being so aware of everyone going but it's also just it is what it is it was the year for people to go so I agree with saying fuck off and let's hope for a good new year but we also
2: have yeah, to maybe take, maybe 2017 God's just like hey maybe I went a little too hard on you guys no we should one take died. In, and also maybe we bring a few people back we should maybe take it back.
0: Oh, we should take for granted the like the celebrities that there were fake hoax deaths that we thought died in 2016 but actually didn't like or preparing Spears for their death and Mike McCauley Culkin and uh Michael Sarah I think all of those had fake deaths.
2: also uh <laughs> people preparing for their own deaths Melissa McCarthy, I'm looking at you I see I've seen that ad everywhere
1: that that's a weird ad I don't know why that's popping up everywhere I've seen it too
0: okay um, I don't. What a note! It's just right, saying yeah, like, like uh, she
1: died, and you click on it. It's like no, she hasn't. She hasn't at all. Right? Like it's it's just one of those spam bot generating ads that just like figure out it's how to clickbait. just
2: click. all it's a bullshit clickbait when there's like real fucking people dying like every day, and it's this year fucking sucked.
1: Yeah, but cool. I think it's. I agree with you, Doug. That it's like social media now that we can like have immediate confirmation. Like Carrie Fisher, we found out when she had a heart attack on the plane, and then that like you find out minute by minute. Um, because everyone wants to update so much, <sighs> and then, but I also think it's everyone's getting older. Like it's you know we're having celebrities back from like the 30s and 40s. They died in like the 80s, and the, the wave of those like so everyone is dealing with that. And now it's just more modern people, like more or, or I guess some of the classics that we loved growing up and people loved like in their prime, like you know the Mel Brooks movies and stuff. Like and now it's just people get older and this happens. But then there were just so many unexpected deaths, like Carrie Fisher and uh, David Bowie and Alan Rickman and all that.
0: Yeah, it's a natural progression of life, and we just got to deal with it. And we need to naturally progress to plugs. So sorry for the sad stuff, listener. Uh, Yeah, it's, you
2: know, and it's just, I guess it's nice for us to just be like, take a moment, step away from the comedy for a second, just, hey, like, hey, the world sucks.
0: Hey, sorry, everyone's dying. We're sorry about it. <laughs> no, so 2017. We'll get that's what I mean. We, we got a brand new fresh year around the corner. So, and like, hopefully <laughs> we continue to not miss any weeks and keep putting out content for you guys and hopefully continue to make you laugh. And hopefully we can grow the audience, tell some friends to listen to us, get some new interviews, some more celebrities and game devs. So that'd be great.
1: I feel like my cynical nihilism is like rubbing off, and was like, man, this year sucked. I'm like, right? See? That's what I've been saying for decades.
0: God damn it, Brent. All <laughs> right. Where can <laughs> listeners find you, AJ? Uh, On Twitter, I'm at Forgetful.
2: And on Xbox Live, I am Friar Andrew, and PSN, I am Forgetful. So play games with me. Make me feel better. <laughs> cool.
1: How about you, Brent? Help him be forgetful. Uh, speaking of stuff that's dead, my Twitter account is ABTSBrendan. That's all I got.
0: Okay, fair enough. <laughs> um, and, listener, if you like our show, please give us a like or follow on Facebook and Twitter. Our handle's ABTSilence. Uh, it's been a great year. Uh, we really appreciate all the feedback and stuff that we've, like, the tweets. No, we we, just, we really have.
1: It's been a great we, year. We just, just don't remember that memoriam we just did for how terrible this is. I'm talking was. about
0: as far as the podcast goes. Yeah, like, we, I, I know, we've I had know. some good, uh, like, fan interaction. We've had donations. <laughs> we've had good guests. Like, I just want to run down the list of, like, some of our guests. Like, uh, we had, I, originally, I know we had Erie Canal Theater, Indie Game Stand, uh, the Game Bakers, Chuck Carter, uh, Entre programmers. Plastic demo, Adam Korlick, Iffy Wadiway, Phil Lamar, John Gabris, The Fall of Troy, Alan Covert, and The Attack. Like, we've had some super awesome. Interviews and we've been really blessed to have such cool people on our show. So here's to was 2017.
2: This the 2017. We had the Justin Moot uh, no, no, that was last year. That was last year. Fuck, it's already been. We got to get those boys on. Yeah, no, we. That's what I mean. 20,
0: <laughs> well, that's what I mean. They just all had kids and stuff. But that'd be cool to yeah. maybe get some some repeat guests, some new guys. So 2016. 2016 was good for the podcast not for losing celebrities but speaking of that hopefully we can get some more cool people on the show and
1: we lost some celebrities as a society but we gained some cele- celebrities as an interview
0: haha, uh, ha-ha. so thanks, thanks for listening guys uh we'll, I'm going to we'll, live forever haha we'll be next back year. next year oh <laughs> gosh just hit stop already <laughs> see you next week see ya. see ya